All right, welcome back, listeners, to another episode of the Undressed Stitch podcast. My name's Linda, and I am a multimedia member, and I'm here with Libby and Jaina. Libby and Jaina, do you want to introduce yourselves? Yes, of course. I'm Libby. I am a multimedia editor. Um, excited to be back and doing a podcast again. We love it. Yep. <laughs> and we have our special <laughs> Hi, guest, Jaina. Jaina, can you briefly I'm introduce yourself? I'm an editor at North by Northwestern, and I'm here as a special guest this episode, which I'm very excited for. Yay. Yee. All right. Okay, so now that everything is like slowly opening up, summer plans are looking a little less grim, pandemic's turning a corner, and I think because during the pandemic, during that like awful time when we were all trapped in like our little high school <laughs> bedrooms and we were kind of forced yeah. to like <laughs> indulge in toxic nostalgia, like regress back to like middle school <laughs> days, like dark days, but now <laughs> things are like opening up now we can like choose whether or not we can like indulge in toxic nostalgia so today's episode <laughs> uh, i think we're just gonna take a walk down memory lane and kind of look at some of our cheesy childhood favorites um yes. whether that be tv shows or movies all right so Excited. i think the first thing that's very relevant right now is the like i would say the like the disease of the reboots Okay, do we like them or not? Let's talk about the iCarly um, reboot. Oh my gosh. I personally oh think that the whole reboot thing is very overdone. Um, I mean, it's not really anything new because, like, entertainment is really cyclical, right? So we're just going through, like, another reboot phase right now. Yeah. But it's so overdone mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. just, like, find an original idea. <laughs> <laughs> my gosh wow. i just Brutal. before now no just before now i watched like i literally had nothing to do so i just watched like 10 minutes of like the cruella movie it was such girl boss <laughs> <laughs> she oh literally God. starts off with like i am woman oh hear me roar well, it's just anyways like, it's like oh, variations no. are so hesitant yeah. to do anything that might any creative idea that might potentially not yeah. make them as much money as they could be making so they default back to old ips that Literally. no one is really interested mm-hmm. anyways but they know that they'll get money yeah. from nostalgia it's just very frustrating i know yeah. and i hate the thing they do in like these movies where they're like they're not like Especially with these, like, oh, movie, like, adaptations, especially, like, as you said, like, the Aladdin, like, live action, whatever. They're, like, trying to wink at you. They're, like, like, we get you. Like, like, we're hip. Like, Disney, <laughs> Disney, we love, we love the LGBTQ plus, like, representation. And then, like, stick in that, like, one random character in Beauty and the Beast and make him, like, canonically, like, um, I think gay. So, I don't know. It's just always, like, really yeah. frustrating to me when they do that. They're, like... Yeah, see, like, we're hip, like, we're modern, like, yeah. we, we represent, yeah, like, like, like yeah. you really don't, but, like, go on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just feels yeah. very, like, like, unoriginal. To make, no, you're good. Oh, trying to sorry. make Aladdin, like, <laughs> retroactively less racist <laughs> is maybe not the best look. Yeah, I, like... <laughs> they made Jasmine like a girl boss too. She's like, uh, she had that all, she had that song. She was like, oh my god, like, I don't, I, I'm like... I don't need no man. And then, like, she, like, marries Aladdin at the end. I'm like, okay. Um, All right. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, like, everything's getting a reboot. Reboot. Like, like, Hocus Pocus is getting a reboot. 
it's just yeah it's like I don't know it's strange because I'm like on one hand I'm like no like I don't need to watch them like I won't watch it like I understand what they're doing I see what these corporations and like these huge production companies are doing but at the same time you're just like mm-hmm. okay but like I miss iCarly like will I be watching the iCarly reboot a hundred percent yeah a hundred percent but mm-hmm. like I don't know at the same time it's just like I don't know. I think it can be done in a good way. I will say that. I think, I mean, I, I wanted to talk about, about to the high school up. musical TV show. I, oh yeah, my God. Yeah. Let's talk about it. That, that reboot, I will say hands down is like, actually, I have so much respect for that one because I feel like they took it in a way. It wasn't just like, oh, like let's take high school musical and just redo it. But like, it actually is like, I thought it was going to be stupid, and then I watched yeah, it, and I'm like, okay, like, why am I crying? Like, why am I, like, yes, Joshua Bassett, like, well. <laughs> taking, and I, like, yeah. fine, you want to reuse your old IP so you can, I don't know, not have to pay creators for new ideas, that's fine, whatever. But they do it in a way that's, like, entertaining and inventive, and yeah, it's kind of cheesy, but, like, it's a kid's show on Disney. It's going to mm-hmm. be kind of cheesy, and it's the good kind of cheesy. So I'm, like, I'm not ashamed to say that I binge-watched that show. It's very, like, cutesy. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to watch. So I'm seeing right now another thing that we could often feel, like, nostalgic about. is like, the teen dystopian movies back in the days. Yes, so who would sir. like to talk about that, <laughs> elaborate about that? I mean, I... I feel like, okay, I know, like, we were talking about how, like, COVID made us go back kind of in time and, like, reverting to our middle school selves, and I felt that so deeply with, like, teen dystopian stuff. I don't know why, but I'm so, like, the way I'm so fascinated with, like, any teen dystopian thing, because it's, like, it's actually, like, insane. The way it was, like, 2012, it was literally one year where they all were just, like, coming out, and I'm, like, I was Mm -hmm. living, like... I think it was, like, Divergent, Hunger Games. Well, one of the Hunger Games. I think it was Catching Fire. I'm not sure. But, and then, like, Maze Runner all came out in the same year. And I was just, like, I don't know. I feel like that time period was just such a, like, ugh. I don't know if I associate, like, teen dystopian movies with just, like, that feeling of just, like, oh, my God. Like, oh, there's a lot of noise. So sorry. Um, I don't know. But I think, like the nostalgia I get from, like, teen dystopian movies, I think would be, like, probably... It's it's too much. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I always just revert back to, like, reading Hunger Games, and I'm like, okay, maybe I should move on. <laughs> yeah, that but nostalgia with me is so Absolutely connected not. to, like, middle school Instagram fan accounts. This girl I knew in middle school ran a Jennifer <laughs> oh Lawrence God. fan page yeah. on Instagram that literally had, like, 40,000 followers. <laughs> It's Jen Lawrence, oh like, with two N's, if any of you followed oh her. Oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> but, like, that era is, like, my you're God. right about, like, that one year That's is, hilarious. like, so aggressively. Mm-hmm. It was, like, the dystopian push was, like, so hard in that one year. And I don't know if it was because of mm-hmm. social anxieties or, like, the book's like when the books were written and that was how long it took the movies to develop so they all came out around the same time i don't know why but yeah and i yeah. also think like because that's like the new wave of like the generation like disney stars right because olivia he must and not be named 
Joshua Boshua <laughs> came from that show. <laughs> yeah, he was not be named, and they're like kind of like <sighs> the new wave of like Disney kids. But I feel like it's interesting to see that they don't have like such a sugar coated image anymore. I don't. I feel like yeah. Disney is like stepping back from that. Um, like the old wave of Disney stars, like Demi Lovato yeah. and Selena Gomez, yeah. and obviously now with Olivia's new album, it's clear that they're like uh. not trying to put an image on her, like because clearly she wrote <laughs> this entire album about her <laughs> relationship with he must he who must not be named. But anyways, that's a side yeah. that's a sideway trajectory. But yeah, yeah, I definitely remember like on Instagram, like back then, like it was still the times where the Instagram app yeah. was like this like little like Polaroid camera icon. I remember like like fandom edits like multi-fandom and like <laughs> girls will like draw like mocking jays on like on themselves and do like the pose and oh my gosh mm-hmm. like they would do these like very very like no way like making fun of these girls because i definitely like resonated with the edits <laughs> if not made some of them myself but like they they would like basically merge a bunch of like scenes from the movies and it's all very yes! dramatic like your friends are your family and it's like a picture of like like harry ron and oh hermione and it's like we don't choose the family we make and it's like a picture of like oh gail and katniss i'm like oh my god like this is so much but yeah percy jackson the hunger games occasionally divergent occasionally percy shadow jackson. hunter mm-hmm. series divergent um yeah that was yeah, like that was friends. an era uh-huh. mm-hmm. gosh it was an era I feel no. like, and what's so interesting about that is that it died out, so, like, because Hunger Games is probably, like, the OG, because that's, like, what started it, and wasn't it yeah. around the same time we had, like, the John Green phrase? So we had this, yeah. like, one, like, oh, one Lord. part of, like, um, fandom, like, Instagram that was, like, oh, like, dystopian, like, oh, like, tragedy, like, oh my gosh, like, people fighting, and then we have the other and like, the John Green, like, I don't think Quirky, they're necessarily like, oh mutually yeah. exclusive. It was, it I was feel like, like random fallen our scarves. <laughs> I feel like all of yeah, those and sometimes they were, were all included together. Outlets, at least like... for me and like people I knew, to like go through your not like other girls phase. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the John Green side was like the yeah. Oh, mm, I exactly. I listened to Vampire Weekend. Do you have you heard of them? That side of your not like other girls phase, and then <laughs> the other fandom side was the oh i i've read harry potter have you have you heard of it that side of the not like other girls phase and i feel like at least for me i lived out both those i feel like that was that was the way we went through i think like youth (laughs) i don't know i feel like it's such a like a young like tween girl experience like I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of, like, guys probably, like, obviously read the books, but I don't know why. I feel like all of my friends, like, who were girls in, like, middle school were just, like, it was just such a, an experience that was just so, like, universal. Yeah. The way everyone was just, like, yeah. Katniss Everdeen is my bitch. Like, we love her. And, like, I don't know why. Yeah. I did, like, I, I don't the know. OG, I feel like dystopian girl <laughs> boss. Yeah. Honestly. Simply. But, like, yeah, like, I, I in my opinion, I think it could have been worse. Like, we could have had, like, worse things. I, like... Yeah. Because people just like to make fun of the things that, like, teen girls like. But, like, yeah. looking at I it objectively, that. like, I think the Hunger Games movies, like, especially, like, Catching Fire, they're like, slot. still holds up today. Like, they're good. Yeah. Like, they're... Uh, yeah. I feel like they're objectively, like, good media. So, yeah. yeah I, I'm glad that was, like... 
and like the morality and the message behind it it like still mm-hmm. holds up i feel like it's just like a good thing that we all had together for us to like grow up on like it wasn't anything that was like too conceited or like yeah. too like i don't know didn't have yeah. didn't have that much substance i mean also note to everyone <laughs> listening we are all on zoom right now so like <laughs> the struggle of trying to like do a podcast with three people on zoom is a lot <laughs> We're basically yeah, we're team tra- trying to girls. beat our social cues. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's hard. But what was I gonna say? I don't know. I think like Katniss Everdeen, Loki. Like I feel like she's a very good like role model for like younger girls. So I'm happy that was like a thing. I think John Green took a turn. I mean, I've been seeing a lot of stuff about like John Green books and like how it's kind of like the male gaze which I've seen a lot on TikTok. I don't know why. I don't know why I'm on that side of TikTok. But, like, it's always just, like... It's interesting to see, like, how it's, like... I don't know. How, like, women at the at the center of, like, these stories are, like, basically what we grow up with. And it's, like... I don't know. It's interesting to see, like... I think Katniss was such a great role model. And then it's, like... Yeah. We were still shit on as, like, kids for, like, being obsessed. And it's, like, I feel like... I, I agree that, like, I feel like it, it's a good thing that we had those, like, books. And yeah. I feel like there's I mean, not really a downside Libby, to that. you brought up TikTok, which actually, yeah, definitely. this is something I've been thinking about a lot, is that, like, when we were in middle school and high school, I mean, not that it was that long ago, uh, but, um, mm-hmm. like, we, or at least me, with this, like, fandom and, like, going through your not, like, I'm... I'm not like other girls phase like there were Instagram accounts and then a little bit later in like my middle school career and into high school for me was Tumblr unfortunately but like what I can say about those was that they were largely anonymous like you didn't really have to deal with it and there weren't like your face wasn't associated with it people you knew in real life didn't have to see it if you didn't want them to versus what I'm sure like 13 year olds are going through now on TikTok it's just like so different because Tumblr had what like 20 million people on it versus TikTok which is like almost a billion or something and it's just like I don't know I think that Mm -hmm. us getting Mm -hmm. to go through that phage phase largely anonymously at least online was like a luxury that kids today don't really have yeah yeah because like you know everybody like our age thinking back like oh it's always like oh my embarrassing tumblr face but like what's the worst you could have done like probably reblog <laughs> a few posts be admin of some fan account write yeah. fan fiction draw fan art like those oh, are things no. you don't have to show your face for if you didn't yeah. want to right and right now on tiktok i guess because i'm on like k-pop tiktok so i see these like very young like k-pop um like stands like showing off their stuff and you know they use the automated they like the new annoying automated female voice um and they you know they don't show their face but like sometimes i worry that you know, it's easier to reach these kids because there are like individualized accounts where are on mm-hmm. Tumblr you reblog things all yeah. the time and you and don't now really pay there's attention like articles to like where about the every from, single right? TikTok trend. Like so, here's yeah. what the kids are doing now and it's all like dissected under such a such a microscope. And like 
no one, at least when I was on Tumblr, no one cared about yeah. it. If I had seen an article trying to explain to 35-year-olds what I was doing on Tumblr, I would have quit Tumblr when I was 14, which probably would have <laughs> yeah, been a good exactly. thing. Yeah. But, like, kids, I don't know. I feel it's just, like, I can't really expect anyone to, like, develop well when everything they're doing and, like, every healthy outlet, like, teenagers and, like, preteens, like, do weird shit online. That's just what they do. Yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. I can't imagine, like, having that be dissected by, yep. like, everyone and anyone can see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, like, I agree with that. Like, I don't know. I think the fandom culture was honestly, I don't know. I was, like, a 1D girl. <laughs> like, oh that, was my, that was my <laughs> moment. Maybe I had a fan account. Maybe I didn't. Time will only tell. No one will ever <laughs> I will never, never admit to the it. The books will write about her and wonder <laughs> if she did or she did not. Yeah. Simply. But, like, I don't know. It just, like, makes me sad to think about it. And, like, I don't know. It was just crazy that we were, like, literally, like, 12 just, like, trying out new things. Like, trying to, like, learn how to, like, like write stories and, like, meet new people and, like, in a really cool way, I feel like, I mean, obviously there's always the chance that it ends like in a creepy way if you're like a child online, but like, I mean, my experience was like, like positive. Like it was just like, like I, I feel like it was a judgment free kind of vibe, but yeah, that is crazy to think about. Like if I had a TikTok account when I was like in middle school, (laughs) like, no, like, no, I would probably be embarrassed for the rest of my life. Like, I would have to probably move and, like, change my name if there were yeah. middle school TikToks of me. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that is sad to think about. Especially when, like... Yeah, sorry. definitely. Especially and... when, like, fandom mm-hmm. culture. Like, no, most of what keeps people, like, in fandom... I've actually been doing, like, a lot of reading about this just for fun. But, like, most of what keeps people in fandom is, oh like... God having an in-culture and, like, having in-jokes where you feel like you're a part of something bigger, and then when that, like, gets analyzed, and when that, like, comes up on your explore page, so people see it, and they're like, what's this weird thing I don't know about? Let's ridicule Mm -hmm. it. It's just, like, very hard. I'm I'm sure it's, like, very hard for people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, or at least harder than it would be, like, like, at least when I yeah. was on Tumblr, like, there's no explore page. You don't see things that, like, people you didn't follow didn't, like, interact with. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess, like, circling back um, to another form of medium, like, on the topic of books, what are some, like, books that, in general, that kind of got you through your teenage years beyond, like, the ones you've just named? Oof. I was, I'm, I like, I, I am a John Green girl. I'm going to say that. I remember <laughs> reading, uh, that says a lot about me, doesn't it? But <laughs> I remember oh reading, like, Looking for Alaska and being like, whoa, like, whoa. <laughs> I don't know what that says about me, but it says a lot. But I don't know. I think John Green books were great. Yeah. That is hard to do, though. It's so sad that, like, we went from just, like, reading and, like, literally just for fun and, like, ugh, the vibes of that were so great. But now it's just, 
I don't know. <laughs> I don't really read that much anymore, which is so sad. But I feel like we need a, we need like the teen dystopian, like a young adult or like adult dystopian, like mm-hmm. reemergence. <laughs> we need a new yeah. Hunger Games moment. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Like, uh, like I I think was the author of the Hunger Games like there was that like sequel she did or like a prequel right it was about President oh Snow, yeah but now it's yeah. just like apparently it wasn't that good and then now it was it's not just, good. Like, silence from her oof yeah. oofies <laughs> yeah I think she was trying to like milk on that a little bit more um, but I don't think so anymore in elementary school did like the yeah. boys in your class read um do you remember there were like sports fiction books and they were all by Mike Lupica Oh my god! I, the way I haven't even I oh my god, just pulled a memory like right. Out. I think about like I can see heat. the cover. Do you know the one? It's like a picture. I think it's a picture standing on the mound, and it's like yes. a red sunset yes. background. It says "Heat" by Mike Lupica, who was like a sports writer for Newsday, and then he got into writing like kids books. Those were like every day in elementary school. The boys that in gym class would be talking about. Mike Lupica books. <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard of them, but it sounds very interesting. Okay, so I think we've reached a point where we kind of been over um, each one of our original loves that um, kind of ties back to our nostalgia. And hopefully for the listeners out there yourselves, we've provided a few examples of things that either touched your interest um, or things that connects with you that you've watched in your old days. So as we're winding down, is there any closing words from anybody before we um, go ahead and end this episode? Yeah, I would say reread Percy Jackson. It's very fun. It takes you like an hour to read the first book. It's fun. Yeah, true. (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah, I feel like I should do that this summer. I think it'll be like a good thing. Honestly, yeah. But yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. But thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode of of Undressed, and we'll see you guys in the next episode. This is Linda, heading out, and thank you so much for Libby and Jana.